There is one instinct you need to be wary of. One that you must fight. This one is a liar. This one is a saboteur, a backbiter. And like the devil himself, he's a shapeshifter. This is the instinct that says, you've had enough. You've given it your best shot. You can stand down, you can back off, you can take a knee. You can rest now. Do not listen. Because that instinct is a liar and wants to bring you down. You see, this instinct is a defense mechanism for your ego. It gives you an out, a place to run to, a place of sympathy and amnesty where all can be forgiven. Failures gather together in comfort and drown their sorrows in lies and deception. They tell each other and they tell you that you did the best you could and the deck was stacked against you and it's not your fault. I hate plan B. Every thought that you put into plan B, you're taking away now that thought and that energy from plan A. I've never ever had a plan B. I made a full commitment that I'm gonna go and be a bodybuilding champion. I made a full commitment that I'm gonna be in America. I made a full commitment that I'm gonna get in the show business and I'm going to be a leading man. No matter what it takes, I will do the work. I will do the work over and over and over until I get it. They print money, they don't print time. They don't print opportunities. You can lose money and get it back. You can't get time back. You can't get experiences back. Worship getting your time back with your family. Average people focus on money. The great focus on time, because I can't get my time back. You've got to develop a sense of urgency. Aurelia said, stop living your life like you have a thousand years to live. In life, you either here today and you're gone today. If there's something that you want to do and you can't do it all at one time, do just a little bit of it. I like what Robert Shuler says. He said, by the yard, it's hard, but inch by inch, anything is a session. One of the most important lessons in life that you should know is to remember to have an attitude of gratitude, of humility, understand where the gift comes from, It's not mine, it's been given to me. Use what I have, use what you have. To help others. You know, on your last day, you can't take it with you. But you can leave it here. You'll never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. You don't have to work hard, you don't have to eat right, you don't have to sleep right, you don't have to do more than what's required of you. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. You don't have to win, you don't have to be a success in life. So the greatest things in life, they sacrifice the discipline. That's why so few people achieve great things. Because they don't want to sacrifice, they don't want to discipline. Bring them down to help yourself. Most of them say, I've been working hard. I'm all about being your own hero. But I'm not about kissing your ass. In life, a lot of us believe that we're working much harder than we actually are. We think if we 
got up early for four days. We've earned something. You gotta drop your entitled mindset. It's dead weight. We believe you work harder than we actually have. Trust me, most of us have it. The one thing in life you gotta realize is this. Learn to help yourself. Don't count on other people to help you. Stay hard. Force yourself to do it. Say, you're the a general. The brain is the general, the troops are the body. The troops don't want to listen, but you go, f you, you listen. And you get up and you do it. Just do it, make yourself do it. And if you do that, if you write down and do that, you can change who the f you are. And so they tell you, it's okay to stop. It's okay to settle. It's okay to give up. And that is the instinct you need to fight, to push back, to smash into the ground. Do not take the easy way out. Do not give up based on instinct. If you are forced to stand down, to retreat, so you can rebuild and reattack, so be it. But make that decision based on logic. Replace it with the instinct that says, get up, go, fight on. Identity is the governor on every single area of your life. It literally sets the temperature for all of the conditions of your life. Because we know what we are, but not what we may be. And the who you may be is going to be dictated by your ability to alter your identity. Because you are going to always be consistent with what you believe you're worth and what you believe you deserve. We're going through whatever as if it lasts forever. And I want to say this, yes, moments happen, seasons happen, but how we respond to those things determines how long those things last in our life. And so I want to just tell you this and remind you of this, right? The sun will shine, okay? And the storms will come. I want you to understand that the sun will shine and the storms will come. Everything a man does for himself, guess what? He takes with him, but everything he does for others, he leaves behind. So when you begin to say, what is it that I want to leave? What contribution that I want to begin to make? What difference do I want to make in life? What is it that I want to do with the rest of the life that I have left? What, what chances I need to take? What risks do I need to begin to embrace? You can either live your dreams or live your fears. What are you willing to sacrifice in order to move forward? You have to yes. give up something that you love and you may have to give up the thing you love the best. Yes. That's the fundamental sacrificial motif. We all fall down in life, guys. The question is who gets back up? What is meaningful not what is expedient because meaning is an instinct and meaning is the instinct that guides you in life across the totality of life right what's expedient that's what you might want to do right now in, in an impulsive sense right because you're driven forward by oh anger or anxiety or frustration or disappointment or despair some sort of one-eyed motivational monster that's got you in its grip that really isn't considering everything at once right like considering your life tomorrow or your 
life next week, or maybe you're, maybe even your well-being half an hour from now. And the instinct for meaning seems to be a consequence of the integration of all of those underlying motivations and emotions with social being, and then the manifestation of something like the proper pathway forward. And you need that because you need to know how to move forward in life. There is always something you can do differently. And once you understand that you can always make a different choice and get a different reaction, and that's the power in your life, that's the power that you have, is no matter what's going on, you can choose to think differently, believe differently, see differently. All of those things are a choice. Read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. That if you have a why, you can survive almost any how. I can't afford to quit. Because I got a family depending on me, I got a world that depends on me. I understand what I'm fighting for, do you? What you fighting for? What you living for? What you doing it for? For some retweets on Twitter? Are you doing it for something bigger? Are you doing it for legacy? Because regardless, legacy is left. Whether you want to leave it or not, either it's going to be left in a way you don't want to leave it or it's going to be left in a way you want to leave it. Legacy is left regardless, but you right now have the chance. Here's the problem I find most people have. They judge themselves through the lens of a moment. They fail at something. They miss the honor club. They don't close that deal they thought they were going to. They embarrass themselves. They flub something. And they think that defines who they are. But I'm telling you right now, you're not defined by who you are, you're defined by who you want to become. Everything you're going through is preparing you for what you ask God for. You just gotta quit tripping while you're in the process. When you see people bear their suffering nobly, there's nothing in that but good. And then when you see people take on more responsibility and decide that they're going to aim up and confront their suffering honestly and forthrightly, that their lives get better and the lives of people around them get better too. And so it's, that's very strange as well because it also means that the pathway to less suffering is through suffering. It is the thing that allows you to go the extra distance. To dig a little deeper. To push a little harder. To get after it. And it actually takes two opposing forces to bring it to life. It takes both emotion and logic to reach your maximum potential. To really give everything you have to go beyond your limits. The process is necessary. You may not see it now, but when he gets you on the other side of it, you're going to see exactly why it went that way. And you're going to be okay with it. Adversity causes some cats to break and other cats to break records. Based upon what you're made out of. The most important step we'll ever take in life is our next one. The lava's going to be stuck in concrete. We get our feet stuck in concrete because we're afraid. Because we're afraid to make enemies. We're afraid to speak what's on our mind. 
because when you think it's the beginning, you behave differently than the end. The meaning we associate to things controls our entire lives. It's not that your mother or father died that's giving you suffering. Certainly that's painful. It's the meaning you think it shouldn't have happened. When we take control of the meaning, it's the only thing we can control our lives. We can't control events. When it just doesn't make any logical sense to go on, that's when you use your emotion, your anger, your frustration, your fear to push further, to push you to say one thing. I don't stop. Nobody's going to believe in you until you've already done it. Nobody's going to come and celebrate with you until you've already done it. The work is going to come before the belief. says one thing. Fight weak emotions with the power of logic. Fight the weakness of logic with the power of emotion. That's the key. You have to believe in something that you can't see. You have to believe when you can't, when you don't see no way how. You have to buckle down and keep believing. Having a biological experience. Nature has those two levers, pleasure and pain. I think a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, well, as long as I don't do things that create a problem, I don't do bad things, I'll be fine. What could possibly be wrong with sitting around in my apartment all day, goofing off, watching TV, playing video games? But when you put it together, suddenly it does not give you the life you want and you start to feel disease. You don't feel good, something's not right, something's off. That if you do all of the individual things that are fun, it ends up where you feel like crap. And if you do individually all the things that are hard and a struggle and are difficult, you end up feeling awesome. So, get up before the sun. Be ready to attack. Yes, that means get up early. This will be hard at first, but it will become normal. And once you are accustomed to it, early rising is guaranteed to make your day better. So get after it. If you could identify how you could give more, give more of your love, give more of your belief, give more of your time, give more of your effort, give more of your energy, you will go to the next level. If you're not feeling great about yourself or where your life is right now, the pathway out of that is giving. 
He said, many of us never realize our greatness because we become sidetracked by secondary activity. You are the star of your show. You are the director. You're writing the script. And you will determine whether your life is a smash office hit or flop. And it isn't enough to not do something bad. You have to be pursuing something that matters. Meaning, purpose, that's it. That's the game. It isn't success, it isn't wealth, it isn't adoration. It's not trophies, it's not goals, it's nothing other than fulfillment. My biggest fear in life is if there is a final resting place in this world, and there's a final judgment, and you talk to something much bigger than you. I don't want to sit down and have a conversation with someone that says, you're in heaven, this is what you should have been on earth. I want God to be up there right now as we're speaking, writing stuff down, saying, my God, he exceeded even my expectations. Wow. That's how I live my life. I now know that there is no cap on the human mind. There's no cap. We cap it ourselves. Ninety-five percent of our decisions are made by how you feel in the moment. And that is the problem. Do you feel like making that cold call? No, you don't. Do you feel like doing that third set of reps? No, you don't. And if you accept the fact that you may never feel ready and you may never feel motivated and you may never feel courageous and that's okay, but you can still push yourself forward as you start to see yourself becoming the person that takes action, guess what happens? You build the skill of confidence and courage. When you quit, your mind does this. When you quit, your mind says, we're done. So it doesn't expand. There's no expansion when you quit. When you say, fuck you, uh-uh, this sucks, I'm drowning, I'm miserable, I'm suffering, I'm broken, but I'm not going anywhere. What happens to your mind is it does this. It says, fuck, he's not leaving. So we gotta expand. We gotta grow. We gotta figure this thing out. So then, these compartments in your brain, they have to work. And then you start to engage parts of your mind that you never engaged before. When you're in suffer mode and you say, I'm not gonna quit. You're forcing your brain now to operate on a level it's not used to, but then it becomes used to. The people who go after their stuff, what makes it worth it? It's got to be your passion. You got to love it. It's got to be what you are supposed to do. You want to sing it even though they want to invite you to Carnegie Hall? You're going to sing to anybody that listen to you, including singing to yourself. You got to write even if no one published your book, write because that was given to you to do. You do what it is you're supposed to. You're supposed to build something. You're supposed to create something. I don't know how to do it. Learn. Do whatever is required. It's you, it's on you, you gotta make that happen. Nobody's gonna bring it to you on a civil platter and say, here's your dream manifested. No, it's hard, yes, it's hard. It's difficult, yes, right, and it's worth it. But I also believe at the end of my life that the Lord's gonna go, hey, I wanna introduce you to somebody. This is the man you were destined to be. This is the man you were born to be. You have to start living your life in expectation.
You have got to start expecting great things to happen for you in order for it to happen. If you live your life in despair, that's what happens to you. Then I'll tell you something else. It is never too late to make that choice. You are never too old to decide where you are going to focus your efforts and push to make the most out of every situation. So, think not about what you've been through and where you were. Think about where you are going and choose. Choose to make yourself smarter and stronger and healthier. What if? If the what if I can pull off a miracle? What if I can become someone that no one thinks I can be? If you can just keep believing, when nothing in you is working, when all your external forces have given way, if you can just manage to somehow keep hoping, just hope. You ain't even really got to believe. All you got to do is hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You just got to hope. Sometimes you ain't strong enough to believe, but you can always be strong enough to just hope. Man, I hope God come get me. I hope I make it. So I just want to tell you, man, that don't let those thoughts that are trying to kill you, kill you. Or those thoughts that tell you you're not enough, those thoughts that tell you things won't get better, those thoughts that tell you that you are your mistakes, those thoughts that tell you that you are your past, those thoughts that tell you that you're worthless, don't let those thoughts kill you. They're lying to you. Because you're more than that. You're more than a conqueror. You're more than what you're going through. You do have purpose. You are awesome. You are talented. You are beautiful. You are special. Despite what you've been going through. Most of us have been conditioned not to, to take a risk. People ask me all the time, what does it take to be happy? And I always tell them it's really simple. One word, progress. Progress equals happiness. If you keep growing, you're gonna feel alive. And if you keep growing, you're gonna have more to give. And when you're growing and giving is when life is magnificent. You can't be successful if you say one thing and you do another thing. So I'm here to tell y'all for real, success number one starts with you. Like for real, real success is you say one thing and if you do what you say 70% of the time, you're gonna be average. If you do what you say you're gonna do 80% of the time, you're gonna be real good. And if you do what you say you're gonna do 90% of the time, you're gonna be great. Because very few people do what they say they're going to do. It sounds good coming off your lips. When I finally discovered it's all risky, the minute you were born, it got risky. If you think trying is risky, wait till they hand you the bill for not trying. 
that as you go through the challenges of life and you look at it and embrace whatever comes to you, don't run from it, step toward it. Don't try and duck it like most people do. See, most people want it easy. See, easy come, easy what? Easy go. But if you can remain hopeful in spite of all adversity, if you could just go to bed and just wake up tomorrow, every time you wake up, that's a sign from God that he ain't through with you yet. what your future is, but if you're willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first than successes, the one that has ultimately proven to have more meaning, more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. And don't let your mind control you. Control your mind, and then you can set it free. It's not helpful to you to, to, to be envious. If you know what you want, then you know when you're failing. If you don't allow yourself to know what you want, you can keep that foggy. If you don't set out the conditions for your success, then you can avoid your responsibility because, again, that's not clear. And the problem with wanting something is that, in all probability, you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to make sacrifices, and it's certainly possible that you want to avoid that. Failing to make any of that clear protects you right now, but it's really hard on you over the medium to long term. How can I wake up early in the morning? Wake up early. How can I work out consistently every day? Work out consistently every day. You have control over your mind. You just have to assert it. You have to decide that you are going to be in control, that you are going to do what you want to do. Laziness doesn't get a vote. Sadness doesn't get a vote. You go at what you're going to deal with and you deal with the difficulties of it. When you handle those hard things close at hand, making those hard decisions right now that you don't want to make, learning those things that you don't like to do, but you know that in order for you to get where you want to go, this is one of the hoops that you have to flip through. Like you know exactly, exactly what you want. You know exactly when you want it. Listen to me, you know exactly what it tastes like. You know what it looks like. You know what it smells like. Like before you really blow up, blow up, and you get success, like you literally have it in the palm of your hand without having it. No, I'm not, I'm serious, guys. You gotta know what it looks like. Don't ask for security. 
ask for adventure. If you fight with faith, you fight with prayer, eventually you'll realize everything that you went through had a purpose. You have to learn what do you want in your life? And it's okay to sit in a room by yourself in a chair and just think about you. People's lives aren't what they would like them to be. And so then you ask, why? Well, forget about tragedy and catastrophe, because that's self-evident. But one of the main reasons that people don't get what they want is because they don't actually figure out what it is. And the probability that you're going to get what would be good for you, let's say, which would even be better than what you want, right? Because you, know, you might be what, wrong about what you want, easily. But maybe you could get what would really be good for you. Well, why don't you? Well, because you don't try. The thing that makes individuals really, really special who are that great is they're always looking for that competitive edge. So it's interesting to see how a champion in sports, it's the same mindset. It's about winning the battles, continuing to improve, learning new ways to stay ahead, uh, stay ahead of the game. Clarity is what gives you the idea of success. When you can see, and you can think, and you can react with a clear mind. He said, if you worry about what other people think about you, you will always be their prisoner. So, unless you're prepared to be other people's prisoners, at some point, if they're hurling dirt on you, if they're constantly trying to rebury you under the earth that you're trying to claw your way out from, then you're never gonna get out. You've got to just stop worrying about what they think. So they can't actually affect you. They can only try to influence your mindset. You don't think, okay, here's what I would like if I could have it. I don't mean in a way that you manipulate the world to force it to deliver you goods for status or something like that. That isn't what I mean. I mean something like, imagine that you were taking care of yourself like you were someone you actually cared for. And then you thought, okay, I, I'm caring for this person. I would like things to go as well for them as possible. What would their life have to be like in order for that to be the case? No one will believe in you until you believe in you. And so good people often become seduced by the chatter of their loudest fears. Do not let them. You've got to understand who you're trying to become, believe in your ability to get there, to become that person, to understand that to continue to beat yourself up for something in the past is not going to serve you. And so for that very reason, let it go. We, we are good in our comfort zones, but the moment we start to go blue ocean around our next level of mastery, our fears come up. The mind is an instrument, don't let it play you.
So it's it's a really powerful thing to remember to be just just remember that you know that that is that's the job of the mind is to hold on to things and to to kind of attach to things and it's your job to say I choose this thought and I don't choose that and I you know because whatever you give energy to is what grows you know where your energy goes is what grows and it's like we have to choose where we put our energy in because that's where we're going to manifest so it's it's the, the more consciously and we can make those choices and where we're letting our mind go, the better it's going to be for us. Because we're going out into the unknown, it's human. You know, if you were look, to look at the psychobiology of it and you were to study the pure biology of it, there's a term called homeostasis. Human beings are hardwired for a steady state happens is when we come up with a new idea and when we see a new opportunity and we start to leave our comfort zones into the zone of the unknown where greatness lives, we get scared. And so I think it starts with realizing your life is not random. You are not here by accident. When you arrive on whatever scene it is, heaven touches earth. Your goodness, your light, your creativity is heaven touching earth. And that perspective changes the way we show up in the world. No nostalgia for catastrophe. I think that's what that means, is that when you leave what's not good, you wash the dust off your feet, and you don't look back. And that's a very harsh lesson. It's that there's no excuses whatsoever for not getting up and getting at it. That's what it means. It even means that when people are beset with a catastrophe, like that they are prone to use that as an excuse for not going about the business that they should be going about. Because they can say to themselves, well, I would accept. And accept, there's always good reasons. I mean, believe me, there's always good reasons for not doing what you should. That's for sure. The reasons pile up day after day to not do what you should, especially because you're, you're aiming at things in the future. You can put them off indefinitely, right? Because of the demands of the day. When you leave somewhere terrible, do not look back. There's no nostalgia. That's, that's the letting the dead parts of yourself go. To experience drastic positive change. And here's the thing about running away from your problems, running away from your past. Have you ever noticed that when you run away, it tends to follow you? And then if you're going to follow the good, there's no excuse not to do it, and, that does, and it means no excuse whatsoever, under any circumstances. But there's no excuse whatsoever for not getting at what it is that you should be doing. Imagine you could press pause on a thought. Imagine you could use that time to just reflect, take a step back, observe. Imagine you could fast forward to something in the past, learn from it straight away, and then press play again when you felt comfortable. 
Mindfulness really allows you to find that clarity, space, time, so that you can actually navigate your mind and not just be led by it. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time. Or any length of time you wanted to have. And you would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. But now let's, um, let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. And then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. And finally, you would dream where you are now. When you realize that every single day could be your last, or when you appreciate that no matter how long you live, life is a short ride, you just sort of let go of the fears and you let go of the limits and you live full on and you seize opportunities and you have real conversations with real people and you sort of wear your heart on your sleeve and you bring on the fullness of your authenticity and you do whatever it takes to get your loftiest dreams to get done. The point is that there's some games you don't get to play unless you're all in. And the other thing that's so interesting about being alive is that you're all in. No matter what you do, you're all in. This is going to kill you. So I think you might as well play the most magnificent game you can while you're waiting. Because do you have anything better to do? Really? Why not pick the best thing possible that you could do? Why not do that? Maybe you could justify your wretched existence to yourself that way. I think you could. That's what it looks like. You know, people find such meaning in the responsibilities they adopt, it stops making them ask questions about what life is for. Follow your passion first. First, 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 first. Um, and you gotta sit there and ask yourself, okay, what am I truly passionate about? What do I enjoy doing? And when you feel that way, I, honestly, I mean, you feel like you have never worked a day in your life. It's the most fun thing in the world. You get up in the morning excited about what you're doing. And you got to be really honest with yourself about it. If you wake up in the morning and you're dreading going to work, dude, do something else. Do something else. And those are hard decisions to make. But when you make those decisions, it's a very liberating experience. And you find out that the rewards will come. Change is inevitable. So here's what's going to happen. No matter what's going on in your life is not permanent. Everything is going to change. So there's two things you can do with change. You can react to it or you can participate in it. It's going to change anyway. So if you keep waiting around, you're going to have to react to the change. And now you, you're behind. Your best laid plans has changed. 
So what you got to start doing is you got to start anticipating that it's going to change and just start living your life with the preparation for change. No matter what you're doing, you could be doing more. Remember that. It's 24 hours in a day. You got to use as many of those hours to prepare stability for yourself as you can. And internally, if not this moment, when? Right? That if we're not going to speak up now, are things going to be easier or better a year from now? We wait for things to calm down, we wait for it to be the right moment, but this is the right moment. That we, we look back a year in our life, five years ago, and we rarely say, uh, I'm disappointed that I spoke up, I'm disappointed that I did my art, I'm disappointed that I connected to somebody. We don't. What we regret is not doing that. That responsibility is never given, it's taken. And that if you choose to take responsibility, all these doors open up. Because there is no right answer. What there are, are challenges we can sign up for and emotions we can experience. And so, what I'm suggesting to you is do whatever it takes to be in the moment and to stay positive and to stay on your game and to optimize your craft and to spend time with your loved ones and to take care of your fitness and to learn something new every day and to enjoy the beauty of sunsets and star-filled nights and at the same time as much as possible. Please do not lose perspective. Stay connected to your mortality. You are naked. You have nothing to lose. Dreams is, uh, they should be pure. And I think a lot of times when we're born into this world, we actually wind up going backwards. And it seems like the more we mature, uh, the more responsible our dreams become. And the more governors we put on ourselves and our ability to dream and to reimagine. And it's always a fight for you guys to make sure that your dreams always stay pure. And so it's not a matter of, of pushing beyond the limitations or expectations. It's really a matter of protecting your dreams, protecting your imagination. That's really the key. And when you do that, then the world just seems limitless. Because you can't do this without commitment. You have to commit to it first. That's the act of faith that you have to say, I'm going to act as if being is good. I'm going to act as if truth is the pathway to enlightenment. I'm going to act as if I should pursue the deepest meaning possible in my life. And there's, there's reasons to do none of those. They're real reasons. So it's really a decision. But you, you can't find out what the consequence of the decision is unless you make the decision. That's the nature of life. But God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is. And you're all that. Only you're pretending you're not. It's time for you to be honest with yourself. Are you becoming the person you want to be? Is this the direction you want to take your life? 
Are the people around you in your circle really wanting the best for you? You see, most people don't know this, but a lot of problems can be solved just by removing some foods, some people, and some habits in your life. We think that small changes aren't significant, but we forget that big changes are accumulations of small changes each and every day. We plan for that elusive Monday to start, to change, to do something different. Why? You must start now, right now. The moment you decide is the moment you start. Don't forget what the ancient Persian poet Rumi said. What you seek is also seeking you. So, what are you seeking? What are you afraid of? Some people will not want you to change. Your change represents a willingness to become more, and this makes some people around you insecure. But remember this. You never lose real friends, opportunities, or real relationships for standing up for yourself and wanting more from life. You lose abusers, manipulators, narcissists, control freaks, attention seekers, and mental health destroying leeches. This journey is not an easy one to take. Remember that when you're in the middle of it, it will always seem dark. But it's always darkest before the dawn. So what? You dated the wrong person and learned a hard lesson. So what? You chose the wrong major and had to start over again. So what? You cherished a friend who turned their back on you. It's called life. We learn, we hurt, we love, we cry, we laugh, and we do it all over again. Experiences make you unique. Embrace them, don't be scared of them. Never be a prisoner of your past. It was a lesson, not a life sentence. Continue to learn. Continue to grow and embrace your mistakes, for they make you who you are. This is life, and you can be sure it goes on. And don't you forget this. None of us are getting out of here alive. So please stop treating yourself like an afterthought. Eat the delicious food. Walk in the sunshine. Swim in the ocean. Say the truth that you're carrying in your heart like a hidden treasure. Be silly. Be kind. Be weird. There isn't time for anything else. Savor this life. For it's all we have. Time for you to get after it.